Well, you never know. This dude could just show up one day and be like, I got one. And you're like, oh, shit. And then it'd be like, then think about the ramifications of that. Like if we captured like a homo type other creature, like what kind of rights would it have? Would it have rights? Yeah. Like, it, I, like I think I think we take <laughs> take two things out. One, like every living being has rights, right? Like, yeah, we, no, we, I agree. All life, like, all life is not yeah, all life cruelty. is precious. Yeah, exactly. All lives matter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. The station with the best, 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 best music. Best music. I love the I music. Love the music. Best music. You're listening to Real Talk with the Boys. In your face, all over the place. We're online 24 7. 24 7. This is T Bone. The Bad Wolf of Boston. Joining me from the Boneyard in Denver, Colorado. See, but we also know him as Zaddy. Did I do good, Daddy? Really great with you. That is another sunshine sticker for you. Thank you, Daddy. And for the next hour, we want to make you laugh, learn something new, and say, what if... Mmm, that is Colorado by Milky Chance. You get the chance to see them live. It might just be Milky. We're here in the studio live with T-Bone and Z. How you doing, Zaddy? Oh, living my best life. How are you doing, buddy? Living your best life. I'm living my best life. We had a little rough morning with our, you know, technical issues, and that's okay. But basically, F Microsoft is where we're coming yeah. out of this today. We're coming these in hot tech for all these oligarchs are trying to control exactly. us. And they can't yes. build systems at work. Fuck you guys. <laughs> yes. Just like South Park taught us, they are all just beholden to the evil CCP. And we're going to get into that today. But yes, <laughs> F them all. On, where, is it? It. where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Don't trust China. China is asshole. Yeah, that's the theme of today. So. Also, some sort of conspiracy of pedos in the CIA, DHS, FBI. I'm sure. I'm sure that'll come up. <laughs> well, we're gonna take a break from that. You know, we're gonna. You know, we we, we kind of we got heavy with that with our listeners. You know, we're gonna take you a break. You want to pause from the yeah. pedo discussion? We're gonna put we're gonna put that one to the side because you know it just it's just you know it just kind of gets repetitive and it's not saying that it's sad or upsetting, but I mean because it is. But you know, it's like oh look, there was another dude who was caught with it in the Congress offices or whatever. Like I don't know. Anyways, you ready? Nice. Yeah. Oh, I'm fucking ready to go, baby. All right. Well, we'll stop this. Let's get ready with this. Let's switch the tricks to this. Some Canadian lawmakers are trying to close a loophole, one that allows citizens to get an illegal organ transplant from China. This after an international tribunal says China harvests organs from prisoners of conscience against their will. Here's more. Well, thank you, uh, Madam Speaker. A group of Canadian lawmakers is pushing for a new bill. It's a measure that fights the practice of forced organ harvesting. It would make it a criminal offense for a person to go abroad and receive an organ taken without the consent of the person giving the organ. Controversy surrounding transplant tourism has become a backdrop for the measure. That involves when patients travel to other countries to get organs oftentimes because it takes too long to find a match in their home country. In the U.S., for example, it takes about 11 months for a liver and more than three years for a kidney. 
Right now, over a hundred thousand Americans are on the waiting list for an organ transplant. Many patients die waiting. But in China, wait time isn't measured in years, but in days and weeks. In 2020, a hospital in Wuhan found four possible heart matches in just 10 days for a female patient. The country has also been known to source organs within 72 hours, or even 24 hours. This information comes from Chinese media reports. In some cases, Chinese hospitals have also promised re-transplants, meaning if the quality of an organ isn't up to par, the surgery would be canceled. The hospital would schedule another transplant within a week. The extremely short wait times have made China one of the top destinations for transplant tourism. But many have been asking a key question: Where do the organs come from? So this is like a multi-clip part series. I did not lead it up, and I also did not know it was going to autoplay. So we just shoved you right in. But I also have a little article that I will include for you know if our listeners want to listen more. But there's multiple pieces. But I didn't know, like I knew that they were like you know just harvesting organs in China. Like I'd heard that before, but I didn't know it was like that efficient. That's what surprised me when I heard this clip. What do you mean by that efficient? Like how fast the turnaround time is? Oh yeah, to be like, oh, we'll get you. Don't worry, we'll find you a heart within 24 hours. It's like, what? Don't worry, we got a bunch of Uyghurs to to go through. Well, it's not even that. It's like the fall on Gong. So like, I've seen these people like protesting in the Boston Commons, and like, I like that's kind of again where I'd heard organ harvesting, but I didn't know it was like again to like kind of this level. So when you're both including the Uyghurs and then also the fall on Gong, which are just kind of like a religious like kind of Buddhist movement. Just because they're religious, they're like, "Oh no, fuck it! You get to go to the camps and become, you know, organ factories." So it's just like, uh, it just blows my mind. Because you, I mean, it's like, how many people do they have? That's what you got to so think about. For I'm, I'm curious, Dibon, when you say the Falun Gong, like they're a religious sect of Buddhism, is that what you're saying? Um, let me find out exactly what they're. Like the reason I asked, I was just curious. Like, so is like the CCP not? Are they anti-religion? Uh yes, I believe. Oh man,、so. I guess I support China. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, that would explain last week's why we had delays and we had to cancel. Someone would have got、hey. a big check. I saw just hey, the accounts change. Hey, sometimes bit. you gotta do what you gotta do. Sometimes、yeah. you gotta you gotta cash those checks, baby. It was like an influx of money, and then all of a sudden the money went. Xi Jinping, I'm talking to you, baby. Yeah, it was very interesting. But um, no. So I get. Well, let's see. What are they? They're a new religious movement based off a of Dharma, which, right? That's Buddhism. I don't want to just kind of make general assumptions, but they were initially supported, but then they like flipped on them.、Mm, nice. They、uh, cracked down, yeah, against the practice. I when you said it, I thought it was spelled like I thought it was a term like fall on gong. They're like fall on, and then yeah, I, I once I saw you pull it up, I was like, oh, that's <laughs> not how you spell it. Yeah, I'll include it too in our、uh, show notes. So if our listeners want to look and see, what, whoa, 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 what that's. So what are your about, thoughts but... on、uh, organ harvesting from China?、Uh, I mean, I like. Well, so I don't know. One thing、Can、I want to support it. No, definitely not. <laughs> I don't know if the U.S. has any laws against like. So, like, what basically what this story is about, and they get into it in the other clips, is like. The Canada's passing a law so that you can't go to China and do this. As a Canadian, like, would、citizen. you be would you be punished? Like, if, as a Canadian citizen, you go to China explicitly for the right to get a, a kidney. Would、yeah. you then come back with the consequences of being, you know, charged, prisoned?、Uh, is that what it is? 
I don't honestly 100%. Well, it's been a minute like since I listened to these clips. So let's try the second one and see if your question is answered. And if not, then rights activists oh, argue a go. major source. I have to learn that every time I click on it, it starts. So. The source of China's transplant organs is through forced organ harvesting. Saying China harvests organs from prisoners of conscience by force, sometimes when they're still alive. In 2018, an international tribunal in London gave its judgment on allegations of forced organ harvesting. The tribunal is made up of renowned medical and legal experts. It is beyond doubt that forced harvesting of organs happened on a substantial scale and by state-organized or approved organizations and individuals. Those experts say China's main organ supply comes from Falun Gong practitioners and Uyghurs, members of an ethnic group. Since the allegations have come to light, several countries responded to China's forced organ harvesting. Israel passed a law that prevents insurance reimbursement for illegally obtained organs. Belgium likewise passed a law punishing organ tourism. But in Canada, there is no law that fights organ trafficking, which is why the Canadian lawmakers are pushing for this bill. And, and I, too, would like to take this opportunity to recognize the amazing work that was done by the late member of parliament, David Kilgore. The lawmakers also mentioned the bill is in honor of David Kilgore. He's a former cabinet minister. Basically, you talk about a dude who is championing this and died before they passed the bill, so they're doing it in his name. Um, I know there's a third part. I 100% don't know what this is, but let's just see real quick. And if it's not interesting, we'll just drop it and then finish up. They were nominated for the 2010 Nobel Peace Prize. Kilgore passed away last week of a rare lung disease. He was 81. It's uh, it's a shame that he didn't leave. He wrote a book called Bloody Harvest. On this issue, uh, it has just... basically about him, so... Um, I'll include all that. So again, it talks about this dude who like kind of brought it to light. But I mean, this is basically just like super ultra rich people who are like, oh, hey, I'm super old and I need a new heart so I can live for another 10 years. And they go over there and they get like a new heart and live for another 10 years, aka like the prince that just died, the queen's husband. Because, mm-hmm. you know, look at him. He looks like a Darth Vader, Sith evil kind of guy. Why wouldn't they just on, go like, and get some babies? I mean, it's probably all of it, right? Once you hit to that age, you're over 100 and you're just trying to keep it going. Like he's probably like, you know, I'll try anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, i like how you just took my comment as just like a serious thought like yeah they probably do the blood too they just gotta see what sticks <laughs> i mean okay we just literally heard a story and looking at how like they take basically these religious people and the uh, ethnic uyghurs and are putting them in organ factories right so like if some rich british dude came by with millions of pounds and was like i want babies but they probably get it i mean for being honest that's why this I whole find... theme is don't trust china china is asshole that's what i'm about today so i will i will agree with that sentiment the thing i'm I'm curious about like and I, and and people talk about it all the time but like it's it's kind of interesting like how we still are willing to have global relationships with them like they're they're a uh current time concentration camp and Facts. mass genocide Facts. like it's just it's it's kind of crazy to see like and we get why right like everything's so inter intertwined like we have to depend on them no, but it's don't. just it's kind of it's kind of crazy to see that we're we are not doing anything it's 
it's you're right though no like so i have other clips too we don't have to get into them i'll include them but like one is like russia china and space about how like china and russia are teaming up for space stuff against just the world and then i have a thing about how sanctions are basically bullshit i have a thing oh i have some well okay we'll get into this after we kind of wrap up in this session that we'll have to talk about but more china stuff but i just have a lot of like there's also china and the world bank like do you know that China's, and this clip explains it, but China's technically considered a third world country still? Really? Yeah. Okay. We're going to, are you ready? We're going to get into it. Sure. Let's see how long Let's, it is. Countries it. around the Let's world are working to diversify their supply chains and reduce their dependence on China. World Bank President David Malpass commented on Tuesday, saying this is probably good for everyone. I think the world is working to reduce the dependency on uh, uh, supply chains from China, uh, and that diversification is probably good for, for everyone. He added that China also needs to be part of a value system shared by other countries. The world needs China to be a good uh, producer and a consumer and a uh, uh, part of the value system uh, that uh, that was described. I don't know that that will happen. China is the world's second largest economy after the U.S. Malpass said he expects China to become the world's biggest economy, although China suffered some major setbacks in various areas. Either way, the country plays a major role as both a consumer and producer of goods. China is a shareholder of the World Bank, but also a borrower. The World Bank plans to aid China through 2025. Among those plans are low-interest loans to China, totaling $1 to $1.5 billion every year. The U.S. objected when the World Bank first adopted the plan in 2019, citing Beijing's human rights violations. According to the World Bank, China is still a developing country, meaning it can get benefits earmarked for developing countries, both in trade and other areas. On the other hand, the U.S. excluded China from its own list of developing countries in 2020 under the Trump administration. Well, you obviously, bitch. if it was under Trump, I now, I now totally disagree. They are a developing country. No, I'm kidding. I Do you regret your vote? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um no but like well that's what i found interesting too is that it's like yeah so they're the second biggest economy yet they're still treated as a developing country for the next five years or three years now but you know like it's just kind of like crazy it's also like i don't know if she meant to say billion or trillion because if they're only getting 1.5 billion then that's not that's like chump change because didn't we literally just said 33 billion to the ukraine yeah well, like, also, the there's fact, a, like, over a billion people in China. That's a, like, it's, I feel like it yeah. has to. She had. I feel like she messed that up, and it had to be 1.5 trillion that they're like lending them. As, if it's like the second biggest economy as ours, like I don't know. Again, like I feel like those numbers might be wrong, and we might have to look into I that. Think cause, that cause I think that because I honestly, I, don't know, I just feel like that's chump change. I could be wrong though. So, like, I, I was just curious, like, what is the definition of a developing country? And I just Googled it, right? This is not yeah. my content context. No, yeah. But it says developing countries are, in general, countries that have not achieved a significant degree of industrialization relative to their population. So it's interesting because I think that that's the important aspect, right? Because I think we can all say China but is they're sending rockets developed... into space. No, yeah. exactly. I okay. think I think the, the key <laughs> aspect there is yeah. uh, relative to their population, right? Because they're so big i'm just curious is 
because they still have very um, rural areas that have not developed like um, some of the larger cities. So I'm just curious if just proportionately they're, they're, it's still considered developing because they still have those uh, rural areas. And then all the organ farms. Yeah. Yeah. And which I, I totally agree with you. Like, I, think I mean, think about are... it. If they're counting all those as people, right. And they're like technically living in like undeveloped areas, like, you know, work camps in the East based yeah. or the West, like interesting. Hmm. The, the thing I will say, and this is like adjacent related, like, I, and I've had this conversation with like friends and family, like I, what, what has always bothered about what has always bothered me. And I shouldn't say always, but like in the last couple of years, as I've become more of an adult, um, I like, I think the, the the policies of the West to try to bring um, adversaries into, uh, you know, the fold by, um, you know, opening up trade routes. Mm -hmm. I think if anything, it's hurt us more. Um, if we look at like the Middle East, like Saudi Arabia, um, because of their we're de our dependency on oil, like we can't really have any pushback with them. We're seeing Europe with Russia and their dependency and even just like China overall, right? Like we really cultivated China's economy because we wanted cheaper goods. And like, mm -hmm. I think at some point we're going to eventually have to say like, do we want something that's $10 or do we want uh, our dignity? <laughs> and like at a certain point, you're going to have to say like, my dignity is worth more than $10. Exactly. No, I see. And that's why I fully agree with you, Z, is that, is that that's kind of what it comes down to is like, as long as we keep like, cause this bull, like bull right. As far as like, they're a part of this stuff and are paying or own or whatever. Right like in the like system, they're just going to keep allowing these kind of like transgressions yeah. like, oh, well, we're not, you know, we don't live there. So it's not really our thing. Yeah. Well, but. and like, I do hope we we see a resurgence in manufacturing in the, in the States and just in the continent, right? Like, mm -hmm. I think we've learned from the pandemic that like just in time uh, supply chains do, does not work overall, right? Like if everything's right. working at a hundred percent, that's great. But the moment something breaks down, like we've seen over the last two years, that's when that's not feasible. And I think we, again, just going back to, I think we have to really reevaluate like, like an America first policy, not necessarily an America first policy, but really reevaluate how we want to buy goods and services, right? Like we think mm -hmm. back to like the sixties and, and the seventies, right? Like some of the th things that people were buying weren't relatively cheap, right? You wouldn't buy a TV every three to four years, right? Mm -hmm. um, one, the advancement in technology is definitely changing it, but like two, it's also just becoming cheaper and cheaper. So I, I don't know. I think there's an aspect of us having to sort of readjust our commercial mindset of wanting to have the latest and greatest and, and what consequences those are mm -hmm. um, versus, well, I have a nice thing that I don't necessarily need to get rid of just yet. And uh, I'm not supporting an authoritarian regime. <laughs> exactly. When you think about it, if you are also like, it would, I just would think that the quality would go up if it was manufactured in like more precise units, I guess. Yeah. Sense. Well, like you, you can know? see like, you know, the different manufacturing processes like Toyota and Ford sort of have similar philosophies. I don't know. I don't know Ford's currently and, and even Toyota, but like the whole aspect of like, the worker does this, the next worker does that, like mm -hmm. by having that precision that has really streamlined processes. So I don't know, I think it, 
it will definitely be interesting to see if like manufacturing does have a resurgence or if we just sort of use this as a talking point and, and move on. Facts. Do you want to hear another crazy part about China that relates to some of this manufacturing, at least the supply chain stuff? Sure. Which I think is like an, uh, I think it's a deliberate evil ploy. Like, I think they're doing this on purpose, basically, because. Don't trust China. China is asshole. With areas of China still under lockdown, many goods are stuck inside the country, and that could become a big problem for the global supply chain. That's according to IMA Asia's managing director, Richard Martin. IMA Asia is a peer group forum for Asia-based CEOs and other executives. Martin says many products made around the globe contain parts from China. Adding that the world is about to see a logistics snarl that'll dwarf any slowdowns in 2020. Martin made the comments while speaking with CNBC Tuesday. And during that interview, he noted that China accounts for 20 percent of global demand, but that its role in supply chains is much bigger. All right, and then ready for the crazy part? Let's hear it. For weeks, China has been battling rising outbreaks of the CCP virus, which causes COVID-19. The chief economist from financial services company Nomura Holdings gave more details. Referring to his company's survey of the situation, he explained China's lockdowns cover around 40 percent of its GDP. Of the region's lockdown, Shanghai is taking the brunt, saddled with strict closure orders from authorities. Other areas struggling under that pressure include a northern province of Jiling and southern Guangzhou. Both areas are hubs for factories and other manufacturing. China has adopted a strict zero-COVID-19 policy since the start of the pandemic. It seeks to completely eliminate the virus from China, rather than learning to control and live with it in low numbers, like most other nations. To achieve that goal, Chinese authorities have shuttered factories and businesses, while forcing residents to stay at home for weeks or even months at a time. IMA Asia's Martin described it as quite unlikely that Xi Jinping will back off the policy. He says that's because the strategy has virtually become a hallmark of the current administration. Hmm. That's not what I thought that clip was, but oh well. I thought it was about the truckers. They basically were welding truckers inside their trucks and were like... Like trapping them? Yeah. Because Holy like, so, shit! Because they would bring the goods into Shanghai and they were like, oh, well, you want to do the infected zone. You have to be here for two weeks or whatever, and they'd lock them or like weld the door shut, and they'd be have to like stay in their little like truck. Yeah, that. I don't know. Some of this stuff you hear, you're just like, wait, what? What'd you just say? Um, It's just like, why are you still doing it like that when like there's multiple methods and stuff? And I believe, like, you know, again, like they mentioned in the report, like living with it and handling it. So. Well, I, I think it's two things that I, I found kind of interesting. One, she she called it the CCP virus, which I yeah. laughed. <laughs> well, so I wanted to like also let you know that these clips are from the new Tang Dynasty television, which is founded, was founded by the Falun Gong. So they do talk about the, some of this other stuff. So it isn't 100% kind of like completely, you know, non-biased because, you know, obviously they're like, hey, you're taking our people and locking them up and stealing their organs. But, you know, whatever. I, I just one I find I find it. how you find um sources and materials very interesting. Again, I would I would love to just <laughs> be a fly on the wall as you just search on your your preferred search engine. But two, I think you know, like but their headquarters like, in New York, so you know what I mean. Gives you legitimacy. There's fucking Saudi people that have properties <laughs> in New York too. Like 
I, I'm not saying I care. No, I get what you're saying. But like, it's it's interesting because you know they said it like China's refusing to admit their policy isn't working, right? Like, yeah, exactly. The rest of the world has accepted it, right? Like, we're all like, we have to move move forward. We have the resources. The other issue with China too, especially with the the vaccination process, is one, they're not vaccinating folks at a at a at a rate that the West is. And two, their vaccine is not as effective. So they they just are they're like everything that they're doing is just not working. Like in the long run, hopefully that's to the benefit of us. Like mm. hopefully folks aren't dying. Like that's we don't want that. But like um, if it hurts China, I'm not totally against it. I feel that. My well, you know, my bank balance yeah. just uh just got reversed. What happened? <laughs> I take back all of those ding, statements. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Uh, yeah so no yeah exactly well my whole thing is at least i'm gonna personally in my own life try to not i mean i still will watch marvel because i'm you know it's just a i'm a weakling for the nerd science comic book stuff but just not really a big fan of supporting you know ccp stuff so how is marvel associated with the ccp disney and how is disney associated like because they have a well, no, like more what? so just because they kowtow to China and edit and censor their films and do whatever and placate to the whole being in that market. Uh, again, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, right? Like yeah. the whole sense of capitalism is a way to democratize areas does not seem to have worked, right? Like exactly. same thing, Saudi Arabia is not well, allowing the new But Dr. Sony Strange took the movie. hit to keep the Statue of Liberty in the Spider-Man movie and China hit them with a fine for it. Wait, what? Yeah, so you know Spider-Man No Way Home? Yeah. The Statue of Liberty was kept in that movie. Well, because you know, because it's an actual movie. building in New York. <laughs> yeah, well, there's like, I don't know, a big fight scene on it too. But yeah. um, yeah, because they didn't like remove it or censor it or like make it look different or whatever. The CCP <laughs> Xi Jinping. Like, censored them. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I also would love the idea of that they just erase I'll pull that it, article so they're all just fighting in the, in the show sky. Notes. Yeah, they're just the same. Like, it's like, why is all this scaffolding just here on an island? I don't know. They're just fighting. So, anyways, but yeah, so basically, don't trust China. China is asshole. Suck. Um, I have something fun. And then I have something probably that will rally you up and get you a little upset. But maybe anytime not. I'm talking know. to you, I'm already triggered. Yes. Do you want to be extra triggered? Let's go, baby. All right. And yet, despite the fact that we've now essentially clinically tested the vaccine on billions of people worldwide. To hear that. About Barry? Yeah, he said the quiet part out loud. What? Let's listen again. And yet, despite the fact that we've now essentially clinically tested the vaccine on billions of people worldwide. He yeah. even kind of chuckled in there. He's like, "Yeah, the evidence is is clear. It's it's uh, a very small side effect across billions of people. It's not a gotcha." Uh, mm-hmm. If you want to, if you want to talk about how Barry's uh, talking about how tech is bad, totally, totally a gotcha because he could have done a lot more when he was president. This is true. Well, Barry could have done a lot more with like also the pharmaceutical companies and all kinds of other people and all that, but I agree. Yeah, anyways, I don't know. 
some of our listeners not a gotcha really buddy not a gotcha uh, he kind of said you know hey we basically experimented this on everybody and look it was like okay yeah, not that bad i don't know there is some crazy shisa that came out again as me and maybe a friend of ours were saying during the whole recent supreme court thing some oh, interesting shut the fuck Pfizer up. docs. Shut the fuck Pfizer up. Docs. This is an M- MIT research. Here's the article, not from MIT. Uh, what well, was Nature Science, whatever magazine that talked about the thing? Whatever, it doesn't matter. You, fine. all right, you know, fuck it. Do you want? Me? No, no, I don't know. I wasn't prepared for that today, so I don't have the clips. I could maybe find them, but I don't want to. Now let's keep. I don't want to distract from what you know, other stuff. But we'll okay. We'll get. I'll add it to. The, I don't have my notepad, but I'll remember that up for next week make us we'll never up. talk about it folks we never Probably circle not. back <laughs> hey you know what just because she's leaving and it's kind of a sad day we'll just... i can i'll circle back if there's more i can share with you but i'll circle back with you if there's more to convey um i'll have to just circle back with you we can circle back with i'm, I'm happy to circle back with you i can circle back so. i like jen Saki. like good for her like go go do your thing oh yeah no i mean you know she you know she did her best to you know say what was supposed to be said by the president and she did her you know she earned her rights to go be a anchor news person yelling about republicans yeah i like it well you know i think the the other side of that coin too like it's exciting to see who her successor is right um the first black person to be press secretary secretary first and lgbtq yeah well it's like first black person and first lgbt person like it's just it's kind of remarkable plus uh it's it's remarkable to see um that like it's 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 a good experience right like yeah no well she's kind of like a little firecracker too and she's had to fill in for for miss p um i definitely think that she had some fun with it so i think it'll be interesting if anything it'll be good clips so yeah um anyways are you ready for my final little story that I brought to the table tonight? Let's go, baby. Let's go. Absolutely disgusting. but Well, brave volunteers are putting their taste buds to the test at the University of Adelaide. Researchers are preparing common insects for consumption, insisting sustainable food sources are the future. Crickets, ants and mealworms, usually the last things you want to see in a kitchen. But forget using words like creepy or crawly to describe the dishes they're plating up at the University of Adelaide. Crunchy and flaky. It's pretty delicious. People often assume that what they might taste like is kind of this insect and that's often something that's a bit squishy and squelchy and not too appetising. Researchers want to change that, frying, roasting and dehydrating insects to be included in an everyday diet. They're also really high in protein and good fats. They can be raised using very little environmental resources. And that's a big win. Global food production accounts for more than a third of the world's greenhouse gas emissions. Researchers say the way the insects are prepared is key. Now, I'm told the roasted mealworm is one of the most palatable for beginners, so bon appetit. like roast chicken. <laughs> Start small. You might like to try the mere powdered form. You can tell you she totally did not Feedback like that. Feedback from the uni's taste testers will create a sensory guide which can then be used by industries for product creation or by anyone curious enough to try. A lot of our retailers in Australia have their insects available online. Taylor Jones, 7 News. Disgusting. I, I don't know. Like it's, Are you all it's for different. it? Are yeah. you for sustainable no. future foods? 
Yes, no but I, like I'm no not a I, I'm not a fan of of eating insects. Like we, you know, we've done the scorpion shot together. I've shit. eaten I've eaten like the chocolate cockroaches. So like I've done Ugh. it. Like you know, some cultures it's it's looked at as as a delicacy. I don't know. You could argue like eating squids weird. Like all it's just squid. based off of how we were raised. Like yeah, I wouldn't sure. want to, but like if I can make it taste good enough and hide it enough, I'll probably try it. <laughs> Well, like, so like, as far as there, so like, this is like a thing and I'm going to start bringing them up more whenever I start seeing them, but like, this is a common theme. They keep pushing his bugs to try to replace like protein sources. So like, well, yeah, like cause they're chickens, easy. They're bugs. They're much more easily. Just, like I, again, Gross. I'm not saying I want it. Right. Like no. they're yeah, just talking no, about like, this isn't, from this is an alternative option that has Give me that um, good, good, the same nutrients, right? Like if you could yeah. get, if you could get the same, the same taste, no, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> if I hold up two different steaks, uh-huh. they have the same texture, same taste, same protein quality. Both of them taste terrific. And I were to tell you which one is bugs and you couldn't tell me, would you be upset? No, because I think truly that I could tell you. So you you would be open to it if if it in fact like I think it there's a value if you, point if to you say did like that then to. I would donate whatever we'll agree on some certain sum of money to whatever you want Hillary Rodden Clinton 2024 <laughs> I'm kidding I'm kidding if it happens I, know, like, I will but again, yeah if like, we do a burger I, contest and you can trick me sure like I am I feel like, I can like tell I'm the not difference. a I'm not a Beyond Meat guy I'm not yeah, a same uh, but like. I did vegetarian I for like a month and I was okay on that. Oh, I did vegetarian for a month and it consisted of bread and cheese. <laughs> it was it was not a good month. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's just like I know, interesting I for sure. Yeah. You know, it's just again, it'll be a thing. I'll like find more and more clips like this, but it's just like this was like I had just again been like, okay. <sighs> just gross. Anyways, that's just something I wanted to share. I had something else too that I don't have all the tips on just a teaser for next time just you know always teasing but oh shit yeah you are i bought a cowboy hat when i was in austin nice i bought a cowboy <laughs> hat when i was in austin i was like he's not gonna say anything that was good <laughs> um and there is supposedly proper cowboy hat etiquette which i'll bring next time of the ways that you're supposed to you know probably deal or handle with your hat uh as a as a Na- uh, nevada and you know that no but i didn't know certain things like, I know one of them is you got to, like, you want to lay it upside down on the brim, not the other way on the, like, or the whatever. See, I don't even know what the names of it are. But that's, oh, well, I'm going to bring it all next time so I can probably say it. But you want to have it sitting on the top of the hat, not on the brim. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm, nice. Nice. So, like, nice. this part upside down. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. So, I'll bring it. I'm time. a cowboy. I'm a, I'm a Nevada boy. Yeah. Do you ride a steel horse? uh yes yes <laughs> <laughs> do you know what a steel horse is i assume sort of, some sort of machine or maybe like a sexual object <laughs> it is a motorcycle oh <laughs> <laughs> i would like to ride a steam horse yeah that should be the next is that thing the zaddy bike um but you got zaddy that's all i had for today because i was gonna add on yummy bugs Oh, I got nothing. I, if I brought up anything, I would just start shouting at you. Uh, bodily autonomy is important. That's all I'll say. Oh my God. I, you finally agree with me. I'm glad we both are uh, pro-choice for women. 
I'm glad that we're both pro bodily autonomy. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's go ahead and start talking about some of our uh, most recent uh, hero shows and, and or movies. Oh, you don't want to debate anything else? Okay. Oh, we're not debating it. We're, we're both two, we're two white straight men that do not have a, uter- a uterus. Like this isn't going to impact us directly. But it takes two to tango. Yeah, you're right. I we both also live in blue states that one is codifying the right to abortions and the other I think has already done so. Like well, it's unfortunate, but well, that's kind of what the whole thing's about, isn't it? Oh, shut the fuck up. If you say states' rights, I will fucking fly to Boston and kill you myself. Well, okay. See, I want you to fight a Boston. That's my state right to do so. so. I'm gonna fucking uh, kill you. State rights. Say that again. State uh well, I only only saying this so you come out to Boston, but state rights. What about state rights? No, you're saying if I say it's states' rights, you'll fly out to Boston. Yes, I said yeah, so. I knew where you were going, and I yeah, and I yeah, threatened yeah. to murder okay. you. That's what I was yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you know, I'd convince you within just you know doing a live pod, and we'd be fine. Uh, um, <laughs> then followed by uh, my uh, trial. <laughs> Did well, you do it? Becomes, Absolutely. You no, know, then it would become a true crime podcast from prison, and then you know it would just live on forever. So. It's gonna be a one episode podcast. <laughs> Why'd you do it? I told him I was gonna do it. He said it, so I did it. <laughs> Here, we'll listen. Ready? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> like, huh, very simple. And we're gonna turn the, the that five minute podcast into a, a twenty series uh, docu Netflix. Yeah, Netflix uh, series. <laughs> uh, too funny. Okay. Well, yes, I'm down to get into the fun stuff. We won't, you know. I feel like we lost our steam with our technical difficulties and just messing around. I want to say though, if we, you know, since we might as well, because we did all that, we tried three different things today. We tried Google Meet, right? That's what that shit's called, not Hangout mm-hmm. anymore. They changed the name or updated the system or whatever. We mm-hmm. tried Microsoft Teams, then we finally landed on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Out of all the three, I think Zoom is still the best. Yeah, for for our purposes, like yeah, I I I was kind of shocked that it was so um, troublesome to just get all of this worked out when we just were trying to complete this. So yeah, it's kind of wild. Like in today's day and age, especially you know what we both do outside of our podcasting, um, it was it was it was a little frustrating that we couldn't figure it out. But well, just understanding said, what certain licenses and like personal over business accounts and the way that they do that kind of stuff. And I feel like even with Google too, there's probably a difference between like a business Google account and the whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. Again, with that being just, said though, Zoom, we're happy to be a sponsor. We're happy yes, to have you as a straight sponsor. Up. Yeah, you know, yes. We, we are we lost no China. Corporate sponsor. We lost China. So we got we gotta fill that in. You know, yeah, exactly. We gotta keep the money coming in. I feel it, you know, good job, Z. Good job. Are you ready to get into the awesome new Marvel stuff? Yeah, we want to talk about new, Moon Knight. The, Moon Knight, basically, yeah. The uh, last six episodes. Oh, um, God. Yeah, let's go ahead and tee up that uh, trailer video. Yeah. I'm <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Staying Awake. I have a sleeping disorder. I can't tell the difference between my waking life and dreams. Hello, and welcome to Sonic 
catch you on. You're bloody useless. Stevie. Steven. <laughs> I can't tell the difference between life and dreams. dreams. Thank you. Lost the contact lens. Hope you find it. Thanks. <laughs> All right, I'll just kind of keep going and tease us into it. But I think one of my new favorite superheroes, if I got to be honest. I don't know. I'm very, I have very mixed feelings about Moon Knight. Give me, give me your breakdown. So the last episode cool. of the miniseries dropped Wednesday. Correct. I'm assuming you're all caught up. I'm all caught up. Yes. Give me a rundown on your, your overall experience over the last six episodes. So. Do we have, I don't think we have any kind of trigger warning, trigger warning, spoilers, you know, if you don't, if you haven't stopped listening now or just skip forward or whatever, but um, so, okay, well, I feel like the second to last episode was good, but, or no, was it, it'd probably be the fourth one. The fourth one I wasn't too happy with. I don't know. Basically it was like a cool buildup and then it was kind of weird. And then it was like kind of an interesting ending. I liked but didn't like the fact that like they didn't show you how he whooped the shit out of and beat the god person and all the power mm. and all that where they're just like hey guess what and he's like what just happened so like but it's also cool to know that like you thought Mark Spector was badass John John Locke I think it's John Locke or mm. Jacob Locke whatever is even more badass so like yeah and like the way if, I really think it comes down for me is like what's his name uh, Oscar Isaac mm-hmm. something his acting with the multiple personality thing. I think that is really what sold me is like how good he was. Everything else was kind of like, I like the Egyptian stuff, like with the gods and stuff was cool. Um, but it also begs the question, like a lot of Marvel stuff, like did not like, so like, you know, all the Egypt, like, is that just like a day? Like is now because like all this shit's been happening on earth with like basically almost a creature coming out of the planet. People are like, you know, oh, Egyptian gods battling are just a Tuesday. You know what I mean? i was just that was just one thing i thought like i was just kind of like this just seems kind of like almost like oh this is like you know this is yeah the new normal (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, exactly no that's Uh, but uh, overall did you would you recommend the series would you like out of all of the mini series so far on disney plus what where do you rank this one if i had to give it like our you know magic machine just you know calculate the numbers real quick I think I'd do like a six, seven. Yeah. If I'm being honest, like it's a good watch, but it's not like something that it was kind of like, you know, like, oh, drop everything and just watch it right now. Yeah. You know? No, I, I, that's how I feel. Like it's, it's, it's interesting. Like it was, it was definitely an interesting series, right? Like it was definitely not what we've all been used to with um, Marvel movies and, and Marvel series. Um, yeah. But like, I feel like there could have been more and like some of the things that happened, you're just like, man, like, I just like how all of the gods, the avatars that didn't believe Mark or Steven, I was just like, I like how they all just got killed. I was like, really? Aren't you guys supposed to be like super powerful? Like, how did you all right. just die? That was, that's another good point. Yeah. Like one of them is like supposed to be like Osiris or whatever. Right. Or like yeah. raw, like the King King God. And you're just like, so you just got murked like by this one that was trapped in stone for thousands of yeah. years. And I don't know, maybe like that tomb, like got rid of their powers. I don't know. But like, uh, I was kind of shocked that there was like, no, like follow up to it. I don't know. 
Or the fact that I, they didn't change or get suits for their avatars. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. like you would think it would be. Yeah, exactly. Like you're saying, like, why wouldn't they try to protect their avatars or take over? Or yeah, it just doesn't really make too much sense as far as like. Why didn't we see the other gods in the god form like Amit and, you know, Khonshu? Yeah, 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 I agree. Um, the, the thing I will say, like, and, and this is kind of just. I feel like you all will judge me. Um, I, I really did appreciate the part where the little girl sees Layla and is like, are you an Egyptian superhero? And she's like, yeah, <laughs> like it just, it's, it was a, it was a fun experience. Like my, my heritage is middle Eastern. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, so it was, it was, it was a really cool opportunity for that inclusion. I know there's going to be a bunch of, you know, um, alt-right ultra conservatives are like, oh God, yeah, I'm never going to watch Marvel again. Cause of these women and Arabs and rah! But I think it is, I, I thought it was a good thing to, to see and be able to, you know, identify uh, as someone that looks similar to to folks uh, across the world. I, just, I don't know. I Go ahead. No, I have zero problems with it other than the fact they make it so obvious. Like she could have said something else. I don't know. Like she was just like, are you an Egyptian superhero? Yeah. Yeah. Like why did she have to blatantly say it? Like why can't she? I like, thought it was, I thought it was funny. It was just so, it was so like, you're right. It was so blatantly said because it was just so matter of fact, like, yeah, yeah. I am. But you didn't need And to like badass. No, exactly. Like I, like I'm one, I thought, yeah, she had a cool, again, I love the hippo. Hippo was badass. hundred percent. Gave her a super character. awesome suit. Yeah. Like loved it. And the way they did it all was like perfect. But I don't know. Again, to me, I was just like, in old sci-fi, they just always had this kind of stuff, but never had to blatantly say it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like sci-fi, like when I watched, like I was watching Doctor Who recently and like watching it back in 2010, they had like this one dude who was like a like a basically everything guy who slept with aliens, robots, like everything. and was basically like, but super flamboyant. And it was just like accepted and it wasn't weird, but like it was like, in, you know, introducing those mm-hmm. things. Like now that I look back at it, where yeah. like nowadays, like again, like this, she's just like, you're an Egyptian superhero. Where it's like, well, no, we do we, we know her backstory. But like to your she point, is now you just a superhero. Said it. Like you just said it. Now that you look back, you're able to see it, right? Like them being yeah. a little bit more explicit gives kids an opportunity to understand, like, oh, I can be a super. Like I'm not saying. But as like, a kid, I didn't kid. need it to be understood. I like just kind of again accepted that, like you know, this dude know. was just. I don't know. I see your point. I can't I think, go back I think to they're... younger me and be like, did you understand this to these depths or levels? But if I go back to younger me, I'm going to be like, invest in Amazon. And I know. Seriously. <laughs> Google. Tell mom, Apple, don't listen Apple, to you and just Apple. take it. <laughs> yeah. Five-year-old me. You need three words. Invest in Apple. Yeah. What are the, what are the, so overall, would Anyways, you re- recommend yeah. uh, Mood Night? Yeah, like I said, watch it if you want some new fun Marvel stuff to watch. Like if you just have a Marvel itch, like, you know, well, now Doctor Strange is out. So like maybe the Marvel itch will be itched. But previous to that, over the last like month or so, it was kind of like, oh, what what's the next Marvel thing we have? And it was like this. And it's again, it's a cool superhero. I just like kind of remember talking with somebody about this and they were like, this is like I want to say it was like almost like a 70s character, but it was just one of those weird like when Marvel just added a bunch of these random characters. So it was like people remember this character, but it wasn't like a major character, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, well, and I, I'm curious to see, like, I think one of the challenges that we've all gotten to is, like, we all grew, we 
you know, it's been over a decade that we now like have all these heroes and now they're trying mm -hmm. to build out a new group. Mm -hmm. And like, we're all like, this isn't, this isn't Captain America. This isn't mm -hmm. like, and, and I think we're having that struggle because like we now know them. Whereas yeah. like when we started it, we didn't really know them. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely going to be interesting to see. I, I would say like, it's worth a watch. I'm curious to see how Oscar Isaac will be incorporated into the, to the universe. Like, yeah. or will he, or is this just like a one-off? Well, it sounds um, like they're doing a second season at least. Oh, nice. Well, yeah. you know, they, they definitely set themselves up for it. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I would say I, I agree with you. I think, you know, if you're looking for something to watch, it's definitely something worthwhile to check out. Yeah. Well, and I think like the other part that's kind of hard when you watch it too, I guess, is getting the whole understanding of his character with the multi personalities and the history behind it and everything. Oh, so, like, that episode got me. I was like, fuck. Well, again, it was like, it was like when you watch the whole, look at it as a whole, it's like, this is a cool character. And then now yeah. that we understand that there's like, like how many other, like, so Conchu chose him specific, or once he figured it out that he has these other personalities, it's like he's making deals with one mm. personality that the other personalities don't know so they don't think yeah. you know it's just like crazy it's wild anyways cool uh, again that's why i gave it you know it wasn't like you know below a five because it was at least somewhat decent with some of that stuff so the next upcoming uh marvel series on disney plus is miss marvel mm. that's coming out in june so that's after then... dr strange so she yeah, gets introduced in dr strange i don't know well i guess you'll have to uh, wait have and to see we'll find out tonight uh, that comes out in June. She-Hulk is later this year. Mm. Uh, Secret Invasion is apparently later this year. And then oh, the next one after that is X-Men 97, which I have no idea what that means, but that's coming out in mm. 2023. Any particular ones that you're interested in or, or what were you going to say? Well, I'll say the X-Men one for sure. Cause I love if, especially if it's like the 97 X-Men, which is like, you know, would have been the nineties cartoon. If it's anything any what similar to that that would be badass um but oh it's an animated series revival oh cool yeah that'll be interesting that's cool. uh but of the the ones that are more in line with the universe you know well, those so... are just all the series right because there's Thor yeah too isn't thor coming out soon yeah of the series so miss marvel um, she hulk probably and she -Hulk. secret invasion yeah i think so too like i know um, secret invasion is supposedly supposed to be cool but i just don't know what that means I yeah I, I i struggle with it because some of the some of the series like i feel like miss marvel is not geared towards us like i think it's geared towards younger girls which i'm not saying like is going to be an effeminate i just think it's more geared to highlight a young girl's development so i'm like i don't know if i'll relate granted um that netflix series uh we Superheroes all smashing bad villains i can't you know yeah, I don't That's know. I don't know. I, I agree with you. I think She-Hulk will, will be probably more in line with what I just prefer overall. Like, mm -hmm. of course, we're going to watch Miss Marvel. Like, there's no doubt about it. Um, but I definitely am looking more forward to She-Hulk. Well, I'll be interested to see if they mix in other characters because Moon Knight didn't really bring in anyone from the, you know, universe. <laughs> So like if these other ones do or don't, that could maybe like I know I'm pretty sure the She-Hulk one is obviously going to have the Hulk, but mm -hmm. you know like what again? It's just I feel like if we get a mix of the universe into these shows, that could maybe make them good. Yeah, it's I'm like also if you're just not incorporating it. Then you're kind of like saying this is kind of part of it, but not really. 
I don't know if you've ever looked into like there was there was an article that came out recently talk like interviewing the the director of Moon Knight and he was saying how like they had originally planned to have um like cameos of mm-hmm. someone at the very beginning and at the very end and they they felt like it just didn't make sense and didn't need to mm-hmm. so like I I kind of wish they had like at least it would have tied it in more and you know given all of us more excitement but just pick some random wizard like you can easily incorporate a wizard incorporate long (laughs) yeah you could easily incorporate one being there being like hey he's fucking with the stars you know again i will say i don't know it wouldn't have been that hard to be like a little portal thing guy hops out says oh no fuck that and goes back to go tell them about it you know like again at the very end when he's taking um the villain into the limo um when when uh mark steven jack um is taking in ethan hawk like Mm -hmm. did you like i did you know it was gonna be uh Moon Knight or what did you think? Um well so when when the I mean I kind of like I want to say I thought I knew that there was another name associated with the character. So mm-hmm. like when I saw that he they both had the blackout, I was like, oh wait, oh you know, there's another personality. So when I saw him getting taken out, I was like, is this you know that same actor? I wasn't hundred percent sure until he actually did turn around, but yeah. I mean, like, I guess I want to say like, once I saw them black out and we're like, we didn't both know, I like kind of knew there was a third personality. Mm. Honestly, I kind of thought it was going to be uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus, like in the uh, limo, really? like recruiting him for her yeah. team because we still don't know what's going on with that. Like That's I was like, true. Oh, yeah. she's in it. And then I was like, well, clearly another so, prediction wrong. Conchu <laughs> delivers vengeance. Speaking of vengeance, did you watch the new Batman? Of course I did. I did not like think? it. It was long, but I like yeah, it. Yeah, I said the same thing. I got I mean I got, they should have uh, incorporated the Joker scene because it's only four extra minutes on fucking a three-hour movie. So why not just add it? It would have made it yeah. so much better. But like, yeah, it was just like they again, it was like a lot. I I get it, but it was just long. Yeah. Like I yeah, I it was I a agree. cool like, story though it's a cool premise to show him developing and still mm-hmm. figuring stuff out. Like he's not the Bruce Wayne. We all know. Yeah. But like also at the same time, like I, I my, who's your favorite Batman of all of them? Probably Christian Bale. Same. We yeah. like, I, I saw this like uh ranking and like Michael Keaton's is one of the top. And like, so I tried to go back and watch it. I could not like the first Batman's decent. I could Jack I, honestly, Nicholson. I tr- Nope, couldn't do Never it. We didn't the finish. Devil in the pale moonlight. Like, come on. I gave up. I gave I up. Gave I started up. watching it, and I was like, I can't do this. Like, this is just really come bad. On. See, that's why I'm hoping that, like, maybe they'll like supposedly they greenlit a second Batman. So if they can do like another Mister Freeze or something, like again, like watching the George Clooney ones aren't bad. Like, I just like seeing the other characters. But again, you can't relate say, those movies to like what we have now. I will say the other other Batman that is a close second, Will Arnett as Lego Batman. Lego Batman's badass, but I do love Lego Batman. So where does Batflick sit in your heart? Oh, I was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> ben Affleck. Um, <laughs> Batflick. That's such a good question. Like, because he played a decent one. Yeah, no, I thought he was fine. I just think like, even though it was like the f- intro to the Justice League was Batman versus Superman, I didn't find him to be like a very. Um, memorable batman like he's just like yeah yeah no i get what you're saying yeah i'm here i'm bruce wayne i have money i buy banks yeah um there is one you know honestly what i hope like 
comes out and I think they will eventually do it mm-hmm. um, is a Batman Beyond movie. Like I really yes. hope they do do that. Super that old I Bruce Wayne. Good. Yeah. Yeah. With like a great Dane and then a young kid being in a like a, like a Iron Man suit basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they did it, do you think they would bring back a one of the Batmans or do you think they would just recast? I think they'd bring back one. Yeah, it just depends if they're like old enough by the time they do this that movie or not. Because yeah. I feel like you're definitely right. Like because it is a part of the HBO Max catalog, there's mm-hmm. got to be someone trying or thinking about making a. Well, and it's such a badass movie. cartoon. Like I still it's a like good story. it. Yeah, especially if you did like the Return of Joker and you brought back a Joker. Like, uh, such a good movie. So now that we've just ranted about yeah. Moon Knight, <laughs> Batman. Um, next week, it sounds like we'll be talking about Doctor Strange. No spoilers. Yes. I did no spoilers. see it last night. Oh, shit. Um, I apparently am a big fan. You have to stay all the way are. to the end. I couldn't get tickets. I prefer to see it in the super best, um, um, you know, quality. You know, you, you, like, you I don't go to IMAX, elite, but I go to like other IMAX. It's called CVW. Look it up. It's a cool way to Coastal Elite. It's just it's all about the just, audio, brother. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And... This true American living in the heartland just. Hey, I'm seeing it tonight, life. so it still counts for the weekend. <laughs> um, I will say, like the last scene is, but like, is it all the way at the end? End? There, there's two. So there's one mid credits, and then there's one at the very, very end. Okay, so once everything's all rolled, there's another one. <laughs> okay, I just you know, it makes it easy to know if I'm in it for the long haul or not. You know, like if I don't know, that's what bugs me. But if I know, then I just sit there and wait to the end. So, yeah. So, All right. Well, I guess we'll talk about uh, Doctor Strange next week. Yep. Uh, T-Bone, any, any conspiracy corner topics before we wrap up? I do have one more. Do you want to review Encanto just to get it off the list or the list oh. filled? No. Fi- well, sure. Let's just, <laughs> this is, this has been months in the making. We don't even need to watch the trailer. Just, just okay. give me your review. Okay. Overall, I'd give it a seven. It was a decent movie. But they hate on the abuela and men, basically. I didn't really get the men aspect. Okay, they fucking made Bruno, the only magical dude, live in the walls. What are you talking about? The cousin could cl- could transform. The son could speak to dogs. Well, yeah, but he was the new little boy. So or speak to animals. Excuse me. Wait, who? The the his his younger brother could talk to animals. His older brother could transform. Which ones are you talking about? So you know, you know the sister that can control the weather. Yes, her her oldest son can transform. Oh, right? does like she have multiple sons? Yeah, he can shape shift, and uh, the youngest son can hear can talk to animals. Well, yeah, I knew about the youngest son. I didn't know there was other boys. Okay, well, whatever. They made Bruno live in the walls, and he did nothing wrong. It wasn't his fault. I. I People so need to know I'm the a, rules about time travel, okay? And it's all. I'm gonna give fault, you pushback. So. I'm gonna give you pushback. I don't think there there is an intent to to. Make Bruno is a make. fake villain. He, he is, yeah. It turned out like he was just an outcast that they didn't understand. Like, I think, you know, one of the interesting themes that I got from it was like, 
establishing a legacy, right? Like Mm -hmm. you have your different narratives that you can Mm. share. Like the grandma was so focused on, we have to do this. Like you, if you don't image and yeah. Yeah. And as we saw, like with Bruno, like he wasn't, it wasn't that he was out for vengeance or, or hurting people. He was just like, I'm just telling you what, what I see. Um, and, and as we you saw, interpret it and what you do exactly. with it. And when you act on it, usually most of the time when you act on it, it becomes true. Hence, you know, rules of time travel. I will say the worst, worst power was uh, the girls that had um, the power of family. And I was like, really? Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of a cop out. I mean, give me, give me, give me something else too. Like, you know, yeah. ice or something. Yeah. Yeah. Give me something <laughs> bullshit. Just, yeah. <laughs> Give her super hearing too. I just, you know, after watching <laughs> it, you know, again, it came, you know, it took a while for me to get there. Um, I will tell you, buddy, it's it's a multiple watch. You have to watch it a couple times before you're like, I really like it. I found it like the first time I watched it, did not like it that much. Second time I watched it, I was like, okay, I like this movie. Interesting. Okay. I know you're not going to go back and watch it. So total review. <laughs> again, I give it a seven. What about you? Um, I would say like an eight. And what's your Moon Knight number? Oof. Five. Sorry. Five. Ooh, rough. Okay. What's your Batman number? Ooh. Um probably eight. Mine's like a seven. Okay. That's being generous. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, well, again, we just gotta keep it honest and put it in the numbers. You know, the only way the system and the calculating machine works is by having our numbers. So damn right. All, All right, right, let's talk this about is this the conspiracy. Final crazy, yes um basically so do you know about like the other kinds of like humanoids that have existed in time and stuff like the yeah. neanderthals and like uh the denovosians or whatever they're called so one of the races they're like a hobbits type race so they're like small little mini people mm-hmm. well this one anthropologist believes that maybe possibly on this one island um where is this island at it's called the flores and the like a pacific island flores i don't know exactly where that is but supposedly the hobbit people may have still survived to this day there Mm. he's been doing research and he's like releasing this book about how like he thinks that this one like subspecies of like so you know we're like homo sapiens it would be like homo Mm -hmm. florensius or whatever their name is yeah um definitely not pronouncing it right but they he thinks that they could still be alive they supposedly would died like maybe 50 some thousand years ago but they think maybe there's some like a little tribe of them still alive somewhere oh that's interesting well because like isn't there new studies that say like we even have like neanderthal ancestors not like all Mm -hmm. of us but like there are people that have descendants descended from neanderthals Mm -hmm. yeah they found like interspecies breeding amongst the homo populations and like and especially it depends on like it's more geographical but like yeah certain areas there was like more like again like if you're more from like the nordic north part of like eight eurasia then you can mm-hmm. have like neanderthal dna where like if you're from like the south pacific part of asia like it's some more like devosian devosian is what it's called but yeah like they see these traces when they find the bones of these other like you know so is this more of a conspiracy or just an interesting finding that we're learning more about uh, the conspiracy art. about the Hobbit people still being alive. But is it a conspiracy? It sounds like like this is know. just like research that they sounds like they are. Well, so it's all based off like talking to this local tribe on the island and the stories about it. So like, again, like it's like kind of like Bigfoot. 
like supposedly mm-hmm. they've seen these little creatures running around in the forest but no one like I have, well, I need to read the book to actually know exactly what, you know, he found or whatever. This is all just a tease about it. But so it's like, it's both science and conspiracy. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's why no, I didn't that's play the theme because it's not completely just, it's like, you know, imagine he's not completely pulling it out of his ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you never know. This dude could just show up one day and be like, I got one. And you're like, oh shit. And then it'd be like, then think about the ramifications of that. Like if we captured like a homo type other creature like what kind of rights would it have would it have rights yeah like it, I like i think i think we take <laughs> take two things out one like every living being has rights right like yeah we, no we, i agree all life, like, all life is not yeah all life cruelty. is precious yeah exactly all lives matter yeah. um <laughs> you're welcome uh, Wait, but so i, I just like, want to go back can we just understand okay no let's keep going i was just like wouldn't we consider like they're they're humans in a sense right but so no but what be... no but it wouldn't be though because you wouldn't be able like, if we couldn't communicate with it, it yeah but like, like that's just like, language like, like would it be like talking what i'm saying is like, is like they would not say, be allowed be talking, to capture them but it would be like not talking like... but think about a chimpanzee it's like 98 percent us right this is like 99.7 percent us did you know what i mean God, that's fucking crazy. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to talk yeah. in this in this uh, in this uh, hypothetical. Well, see, this I, is I, the I'm conspiracy uncertain. part of it that I wanted to bring in because, like, at least for me, when I was reading this, I was just like, okay, yeah. Again, like, would you treat it like a like a lab science experiment? Would it be like you know again kept in a cage or like, again like how would you? I don't. You know, I don't know how would you. It definitely depends. I, I would say that it definitely right. depends because. Because I mean, I'm assuming we'd be under the assumption, like maybe caveman esque kind of. Yeah. Like a caveman again. adjacent, so like don't yeah. They have the, yeah, I don't know. I but don't again, know, it'd be like we'd be communicating, be like, oh, like you know, like. Well, you know. would gesture, and then you. Yeah, like, but like standing. I don't know. It's crazy. All, again, all that's also is, why we uh, don't know is like someone finds it, and they're like, you know, we can't really, you know, we just but, don't want to mess with this. Just leave it here. <laughs> in summary, it sounds like T Bone's pro enslave enslavement. It's just no, that's what it sounds like. No, I, <laughs> well, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I was like, you know, uh, what's his name, uh, Indiana Jones, and I traveled all this way and I found it, I feel like, you know, maybe I'd just be like, you know, maybe we'll just leave it. Yeah, I, I mean, let, okay, let's learn lessons from King Kong, right? Those recent movies when they took Kong off the island, shit got real. Should have just left him yeah. on the island. Yeah. So I mean, Godzilla would have probably gone to the island, but then they would have just fought on the island. Like, who gives, who gives a shit? Yeah, agreed. So, anyways, we'll but keep yeah, an so eye that's... out for this book. Yes, yes. Uh, I don't know the name of the person. I'll keep the article included, but uh, well, his, his his name is anthropologist Gregory Fourth from the University of Alberta, Canada. Look at Canada. Even though they're locked down and they have a shitty prime minister, they still get stuff done. You mean uh, Castro's son? Yes. <laughs> Play us out, buddy. <laughs> okay. Well, what was I? We had the whole system restart, so I lost with the the nice outro melody that you had for us as we stall for time. Uh, I think it was jukebox, junk box. Let's just. In the mix. There we go. Back to back, beat to beat. Come on, hit me with another track. Nope. It wasn't that Junk or juke. I did juke. Eh, fuck it. Let's just wrap up. (laughs) I'm tired. (laughs) 
Okay, then we'll just do this. In your face, all over the place. We're online 24 7. 24 7. Peace out. Love and light, everyone. Zaddy made it to the end. Thank you for listening here. Hating on, you know, our enemies. Well, again, like, I had nothing wrong with the Chinese people. It's the government themselves. So I just want to make that very clear as we end this. Don't like, trust China. China is. When we say China, we mean CCP. That government is. And, and Winnie, Winnie the Pooh. That's who we're talking about. Yeah, we're talking about Winnie the Pooh. Not Winnie the Pooh, but you know what you mean. All right. Peace out. <laughs>